Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Pundit is the football trivia game, ideal for the football head in your life. Every sale of Pundit using the code LIONS at checkout earns you a 10% discount plus a donation for the Lions Food Hub. Visit punditgames.co.uk to order your copy or visit at punditgames on Twitter. Dear listeners, welcome to Achtung Mill, special occasion for me. It's a listed lion show and welcoming on the guest, the singer of that fantastic clip that we started the show with. It's the lead singer of Maze. It's Mr. Gary Davis. Welcome to the show, Gary. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you for having me. Yeah, much. Yeah, nice one, mate. Thank you. Mate, you've got a fantastic voice. Um, let's say that from the very start. <laughs> when did you find out, Gary, that you had a fantastic voice, mate? I mean, how did how did this how did you discover this this um, this talent? Have you always yeah, known? Mate, I, no, I, 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 I mean, I'm I'm in my early forties, mate. I didn't I didn't really I didn't even really know or realise to about <laughs> ten years ago. Yeah, to about ten years ago when someone heard me sing. That's fantastic. You know, yeah, yeah, it really was, mate. I, I, you know. I mean, Years ago, like you know, your ex-girlfriends or your mum can hear you singing. Oh, they also, but when it comes to people like that, you don't know, so they'll notice. You know what I mean? But you know, well, you, um, you kind of hope they're biased, Gary. Don't you? <laughs> that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. all that. Yeah. <laughs> so ten years ago, so you've been singing, kind of um, pu- publicly singing for since about what the age of thirty or something? How long? How long have yeah, you been singing? Um, basically, I got maybe done. I got maybe done, and one day I, I bumped into. Paul, who I used to work with years ago in Sydney, right? And uh, Paul's uh, Paul's obviously in the in the band now. He's the main songwriter, and um, I'm, I've caught up with him for a bit of time. And uh, he, he always liked to have a little jam, and he said, you know, him and his mate had been up. Right. I say this about ten years ago, and he said, Do "You want to come round?" So I was like, "Well, nothing else to do." I went round there, and the dancers have a jam. He just said, "Oh, get the mic, get the microphone, and let's do something." So I think we've done like a Stone Roses song, and. He literally stopped halfway through it and went, why didn't you tell me you could sing? I've known you for, I've known you for like 15 years. I mean, I did that. And I said, I didn't, I didn't know. Yeah, I literally just said, I didn't know I could sing myself. And then we actually had, we had a band for about four years. Right. Um, that, that was, you know, that was, yeah, that was the theme. And then I quit, I quit music about six, seven years ago just to concentrate on my career. Yeah. And then this maze thing literally just happened by accident about during lockdown. So really, something about a year and a half, two years now. I mean, that's a short, that's a short story. Yeah, you know, for the last ten years, basically. A very long story, I imagine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the name of that track we've just played in with listeners is, we've we've seen it all. That's your new single you got coming out, girl, isn't it? It's, it's um. Yeah, it's, that, that, that came out a week and a half ago. Yeah. Oh, it's out on the market. Yeah, yeah, that single's out now. That that single come out two weeks ago. The EP, which which that song will be on it, right. that comes out February. February the seventeenth. I've got the uh, yeah. February the seventeenth. That's it. Name of the, uh, the the band is Maze, and the new EP is called Letters from London, and it'll be out seventeenth of Feb. I'll, what I'm going to do, listeners, I'm going to stick the contact details for Gary and the band 
on the show notes for this um, so you can get hold of this. I really recommend them. I mean, I, I don't say all this stuff lightly, Gal, because, you know, um, it's always nice to be pleasant to your guests, but you don't have to go too far sometimes, you know. Um, but yeah. this is really good. It's a really, really strong sound. I take my hat off to you. And you're playing the Hope and Anchor, I see, as well. That's a sold out gig. Yeah, um, so actually sold out. It's our third gig in London for, for a long time. We, we do find it hard to get gigs in London. So we've been, we've been most of our gigs, like, have been around the country. So to come back to London and to, to come to London and do a sellout gig, and that's why we made it at the EP launch night because it just makes sense to have a, you know, a first sellout gig. Yeah, you know absolutely. I mean? So, you know, it makes so much sense, you know. You're hoping to do more shows afterwards on taking it because it seems like yeah, it's we, a bit of a hit, you know. Yeah, we've got, uh, we got Worth. The first one this year is on actually this Saturday down in Worthing. And then right. we're, in, we're at the Cambridge Junction next Friday. And then obviously we've got the London one. So, Fantastic. Um, and, um, yeah, and then we've obviously got, we've got the Brighton, we've got the, the, the Mod Weekend in August. We've been booked in for that on the Friday night. That's a 900 people venue, that is. So that's going to be a massive one. So, uh, and I think we might be doing the HMV in Canada in Kent. A week after the open, ain't you? So we got things. Uh, we got things lined up. Hopefully, you know, a lot of it depends on how you know how well the song stuff and yeah, you know, absolutely. I mean, I, I, I wish it every success, man. I'll try and get along to one myself because I've been really struck. I mean, we're gonna. I'll make no apology, listeners, for repeating the on on Twitter the uh, the band's um, social media page because um I, as i said I'm, i've become a bit of a bit of an instant fan gary so um <laughs> yeah, so, and, and, and the thing is the bands like us you know what you know we're so grateful for people like yourself and podcasts and you know yeah radio little like the the smaller the big radio stations the small radio stations you know you don't realize how much you're up us as well you know what i mean so it, well i really hope so i mll mean, picked out three tracks to We'll be fading snippets. I've got to be a bit careful with copyright listeners, but I'll be fading in um, free tracks from Maze's repertoire. They're a great album. I've been listening to some of it today called Chaos Interrupted. Gary, I really take my album. I really love the track called In My Mind that's on on that album. I think oh. that's a fantastic, um, fantastic sound. That's, uh, uh, that's, that's that was our very first single we ever brought out as a band. Before we had a bass player, actually, the thing about that song was that song came out because it was right in lockdown. That song actually came out before we all got together, so we all done our bits in our. You, you recorded separately. Wow. Yeah. So the song actually came out before again before we had a bass player probably and before we even got together as a, for a proper rehearsal. That's amazing. I'm, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've had a quick listen today ahead of our conversation and listeners, and I've pulled out, we've seen it all because it's a new single, obviously, and I think that's a really strong sound in my mind. And there's another one called Coming For You, which I think is on the Chaos Interrupted album as well, Gary, which I thought was also yeah. a, a strong, strong number. So I've just picked out three. We'll have little snippets through the course of our conversation because the reason that you and I are speaking is that um, I saw your video, and we just said off air, I'll repeat it for the listeners, I saw your video, one of uh, Gary's kind of jam sessions on online. I thought, that looks like that bloke I've seen down Millwall. Of course, lo and behold, it is that bloke that I've seen down Millwall. Um, I thought that's why we made some contact here. Uh, how many years have you been a Millwall fan, Gary? How long have you supported the Lions, mate? I've been all my life. All your life? Like many yeah, of us. My da- yeah. Uh, my dad, yeah, my dad was a, my dad was a Millwall fan. And uh, he, his dad wasn't exactly a Millwall fan, but he worked at the, can- the council depot, dead opposite Carbill. Carbo Lane. Uh, you know, oh, the right. Over the road there. So, right, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, he, he, basically, so he, he was one of them that wasn't really a Mill fan, but he, 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 he always said he's local. You know, he's it's just nearby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Basically, see, was, you know the old-fashioned stories of my dad said that when he was about 10, he, he'd go work with his dad, but his dad knew people in the turnstile and dad got lifted over and <laughs> so when he was young and that's how he became, that's how my dad came up with a fan, you know what I mean? So, you know. Well, these these were real stories of the past, Gary, weren't they? I mean, this is how, how many, many of us... I mean, I didn't never get yeah. carried in. Um, no one ever did that for me. But, um, you know, you, you go from a young age, you know, you make turns yeah. it into a lifetime's bond, really. Um, yeah. 
similar story for many, many of us um, at different ages and different times. I'm just, I'm just thinking as I'm talking to you, I'm one of the, normally listeners when we do these conversations, I've got name, we've done name already, occupation. I think I've got to put you down as rock star, Gary, haven't I? <laughs> I've never had a rock star on the show, and you're my first. So I'm going to put oh, you down. Well. Name and occupation, Gary Davis, rock star. How does that sound? Oh, yeah, we keep it. Yeah, we keep it. That, yeah, we can all. Uh, yeah, I can. I can dream. You know what I mean? So, I, you know, yeah, we keep it. That. No. no, it's fantastic. I mean, I mean the, the story that you've described of finding music is is quite an incredible one. I mean, I suppose many of us never really get to. I, I don't think my voice will be up to it. So I think I kind of know that I wouldn't be any good, but. Um, I suppose you never really get the chance to to find out. I mean, how do you how, how do you find live performance, mate? I mean, if, is it something that you've taken to? Have you done um, anything like that before, or is it? Nah, never. I never even, I, yeah, I mean, when I say when I say I didn't know I was sing, I never even done karaoke unless you absolutely right. you know right. off, wow. off, you know absolutely you smash out your head with your mates, you know that kind of thing. And, <laughs> you know, I mean that twenty twenty drilled in one mic. You know what I mean? So I I never done. Never been done anything like that. Um, so right. it really was by accident. It really, really was by accident. So that's fantastic. So it's actually, it's actually quite an inspirational story for for a lot of people out. I hope. Cause, hey, uh, it just goes to show. No, just, you know, just try. Try. You, know, you don't, don't know. Try anything. Yeah. Try anything. You know what I mean? So you know. Absolutely. Where about? I think I know the answer to this one because I've seen you. But uh, where about you sit at the den, Gary? Where's, where's your? Uh, I mean, I sit in the West Lower, right, uh, yeah. block twenty seven, twenty eight. Right by the um, yeah, by the corner flag actually. Uh, yeah, just right, you know, you're probably a body away fan on the, the the corner flag there. That's why you're a familiar face because I go upstairs and you're obviously obviously downstairs. Um, yeah, it's actually I'm, quite um down there where I sit down there. There's another musician down there. Uh, he's, he's quite well known. Um, is it? Yeah, the, um, I don't really, I'm, I don't know much about but it's the, you know the old oil music. You know, the, oh right, the, the, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, his name is Roy. He was in. I think he was actually in the business and last resort. So he's he's right. quite well known. So uh, there's like two of us down there. And you know, the last game last season, a couple of people walked past and had a photo, one of the photos done of both of us. That kind of thing. Because he's known in the scene. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So the thing I liked about your sound, if it be keep um, praising uh, my guest here, listeners, but I, I, I like there's a, there's a melody. There's a, there's a more melodic approach, which I don't think I always get from. Some of that it's more energy driven, isn't it, rather than yeah. melody driven, if if that makes sense. So yeah. I think that's 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 to my taste, but obviously each to their own on on that front. But uh, that's 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 amazing. It's <laughs> like a musician's corner down there. Yeah. Uh, who's your favourite all-time player, Gary? Who would you choose as your choice of um, all-time? How See, long have you been going for? I mean, that, that's well, your uh, my, my, yeah, my first game was obviously I don't really remember it, but my very first game because I've got the program. On the wall it was mm. uh, 983. Was I think we played uh, Newport County, right? And, okay. Uh, it was, yep. I think it was a season that we beat Chesterfield to stay up. Yeah, miracle um, escape, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's right. miracle escape. I think literally, I think the game was literally a week before because it was right at the end of the season. So that was my first game. Um, my favourite all-time player. This is hard because I was trying to think of this today. Because mm. funny enough, I picked my all-time eleven, but my all-time favourite player is not in that eleven. Which okay. Might find might might sound strange, but Terry Erdock to me epitomizes everything about Mill. Yeah. You know, just, you know that kind of dog spirit, and, and what people don't people what people don't um, realize about Terry Erdock is he could actually play football. He I mean, could. he wasn't actually a bad player. He can, you know, he not he not people he not people into like you know into the stands, but he could actually play football. You know what I mean? And people don't people don't. Well, really I think that's right. Uh, I mean, he played. Yeah. For, he was picked for England B, wasn't he? Famously, yeah, famously. Uh, exactly, of course. You know, course, you don't you know, make it that far without bouncing stuff. You know what I mean? So you know, you don't get that um, far without an ability with the ball as well as doing the the the, uh, the the you know the hard the hard man stuff, if you like. You got yeah. the physical stuff. Let's call it that. Um, yeah. No, he, he was he was a great pass for the ball too. I, I think he, he was underrated in that sense because. I think I don't know if you'd agree, Gary, but uh, Mill's always been an unfashionable name in football, isn't it? If you're playing for Millwall, yeah, you yeah. almost got. To, I'd say Teddy Sheringham. I, he, he wasn't until he went on to the bigger clubs that he, he became the, the you know the player of the stature that he did. And yeah. I think Terry probably suffered a little bit as a consequence of playing for us. But um, yeah, I think because of his reputation as a player, and it kind of went with the reputation of Millwall, didn't it? 
<laughs> I think certain <laughs> fans, fans, they saw him and themselves as one. He's one of those. Yeah. We've had a few players like that over the years, and I think Millwall fans particularly want to. And I don't know about the current. What you'd say about the current side, but I think there's, unless you identify, maybe the likes of Danny Mac and Billy, but uh, they're different yeah. players in many ways, aren't they? But. Yeah, Millwall fans want to identify with their team. They will see themselves playing out there almost. You know, it's like um, yeah, that, that sense of solidarity or whatever you whatever way you want to. Yeah, and I it. think that's probably that's why you know, you know basically to answer your question, mate, he is my all-time favourite player. But like I say, I didn't put him in my eleven, but he, he is my all-time favourite simply because you know it's everything about Terry Lock. He wasn't just a footballer; he was, again, the, the man he was. You know what I mean? He's an iconic figure. He's an iconic figure, isn't he? He, he? he sums up that. Late eighties team, the the glory days of the first division and promotion. Um, yeah, and uh, you know he's, he's a t-shirt figure. Do you know what I mean, though, Gary? He's, he's, yeah, he, it's, it's you know some people just are, and he he, he kind of um, captures a time and a place. I think in many ways. Yeah, I mean you know he, he, when he I, don't, I mean I've not seen Dan Mill for a while, but when he goes when he goes down Mill, like he, you know he sits and he, he sits. No, he's still there, he isn't he? Yeah. he? yeah, yeah, and he sits and on the terraces. You know what I mean? You know so. And much yeah. loved, much loved. I mean, you know, people still to this day want to be seen with Terry Herlock and pe- uh, pictured with him and so on. Yeah, I think absolutely. It's fantastic. Who's your, mil- uh, your, your musical influences? Um, you know, your own personal choices, uh, Gary. What, yeah, what well, kind of sound uh, do you like? What, what, are you doing what you would like to, you, you enjoy listening to, so to speak? Yeah, or? yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, basically, to, to sum it up, uh, Oasis changed my life. I mean, Oasis right. were the, okay. you know, I, I probably wasn't even, again, I probably was, I wasn't even into music really when I was, when I was, you know, when they come out and then um, Oasis come out and that was it. And it was, it was anything to do with like Oasis. So any bands that even, even looked like Oasis, I was, yeah. you know, I was going out and buying the CD stuff. So I started listening to all that kind of 90s Britpop stuff. So yeah, the Ocean Colour scene. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. and then that that sort of stuff made me listen to ten years before, like the Jam. Yeah, and then even yeah. before then the Who and the Beatles. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's all that kind of Britpop, you know, sort of mod. Bit of mod I, can, stuff. I mean, I've been um, listening to the sound. I was listening to a couple of the tracks today, and I thought I could hear. I, I, you know, it's, it's influenced. I think every everyone's always influenced by something else, yeah. no matter what you do, what, what walk of arts or music or whatever you want to call it you're always influenced by somebody else so I was, I was, I was keen to ask that question because I, th- I thought I could hear those influences so it's interesting yeah. to hear that you, you you say that you know um yeah I mean yeah I mean yeah so I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be talking to you now if it wasn't for Oasis you know what I mean so right you know they I mean, they, they literally did change their life in that in that sense you know so uh yeah the, to me the best band best band ever and, I, I, and even though I didn't start singing until late it really was because of you know this Oasis coming that's, out really got me into music in the first place. So that's that's fantastic, that's fantastic. I mean, we, we've we've heard your favourite all-time player, Gary, and this is always the one. <laughs> it's actually quite a hard <laughs> question, <laughs> but you, but there's no point in the show unless we ask some hard questions. Yeah, that's that, that's the purpose of it. So every every coin's got always got to have its other side. <laughs> who's, who's your, Who's your worst Millwall player you've ever seen? You got there's always a, a joke of there's a lot of choice there. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I've got to say, um, Steve Antibus for me. Yes, I just <laughs> my, my memory of Steve Antibus is just some lanky player who just you know he's like chasing sort of chasing shadows. Um, oh dear, yeah, yeah, that was that was. Uh, I it mean, was... I, I, it was like people say Paul Goddard, but I don't remember much about Paul Goddard to be fair. Um, I think he was. I mean, the thing about Paul Goddard is where he came from and and the, and the price tag. So it was all yeah. massive, a lot of pressure. Well, yeah. I suppose Goddard was a prov- proven. He didn't do it for us, but he was a proven striker yeah. at the first division level. I don't know. If that, I think he, I have no idea. He even played for England once or twice. But, oh, but wow. so he, he, you know, you wouldn't have known it in a Millwall shirt. But he, he, yeah. he brought brought in a reputation of, of sorts with Newcastle and West Ham. Wasn't it? Um, yeah. yeah. Amphibus, no, I, I, I <laughs> which makes me laugh when I think this. When I first saw Steve Amphibus, Gary, I always said, I actually thought he weren't didn't look like a bad prospect. He seemed quite quick, you know. He seemed yeah. like he could. I thought, we, you know, we might have found a player like um, powerful, athletic, you know, 
but of course he just yeah. never took the ball with him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he just he just seems to be like awful. two miles behind. He? he just seems to be a step behind everyone else, and you know, um, he should have jumped for about two seconds before he did, and that it was, you know, that, yeah. You know, and just like you say, the, the height of him and the amount of the headers that he didn't win, you know, and other like, just, you know, I think I, I do remember him scoring one goal, and that was at Sellers Park against Charlton, and that is. That's the only yeah. time I remember him scoring. I was, I was, I was only, you know, late. It was a rare event, then. wasn't it? it was a very, yeah. very rare, so. rare event. Um, <laughs> that's a good choice, actually. I haven't heard the name of Steve Amprovis mentioned on any of these shows, so that's a good... You, you plucked one from from mm-hmm. out the blue there. I, I, I like that choice. Um, who does the songwriting for your band, uh, Gary? I mean, do you write you know, or, or are you, mu- no, are you musically um, um, gifted in that way? Or? Probably, uh, you know, I find it hard because I'm... I, I mean, if, if, because I don't play an instrument, I, I, find, I find that if you have a melody first, and it's yeah. easy to put lyrics to a melody. Yeah. So I do. I have struggled. There, there's a song on the album called Groundhog Day, which I did actually write. Right. Okay. Um, but that is the only song I've ever really, I've ever really written. Paul, the, the me mate, the one I was talking to you earlier, um, mm. he's, the, he's the main song right? He, you know, I've written one song in, 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 in all these years, and he wakes up in the morning and he's written two in two hours it's just I don't know so, how he, I don't know how he does it you know he sneezes and the song comes out it's, it's uh, like that you know what I mean it's, it's crazy yeah the fact the fact that we've um, you know we've got in the space in, in under a year you know the album come out right at the end of April so not even you know not even a year we've got an, uh, an album and an EP coming out 16, 17 songs you know what I mean so it's, it's prolific. Like just goes to show. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was, I was curious because obviously I, I, mean, I was listening to, I haven't listened to all of them, listeners, but I've listened to one or two. But what really struck me is that the, the, the songs can be what I call obvious uh, melodies, if you like, Gary, you know. Or sometimes mm. they, you know, just, and you do this quite well, I think, is that you just take it in an interesting different direction, ever so slightly. It's just kind of yeah. like a, like, like a tangent almost. And, that's where that's where talent lies, in my opinion. You know, the ability to do that rather than take the obvious route. It, it, it might yeah. not be making much sense to listeners, but that's, no, that's no, what really yeah, yeah. reached in across from the sounds I listen to. Um, yeah, I mean, if you listen to the album, you know, I can. I like to think that the album takes you on a bit of a ride itself because there's not there's probably not one song that sounds the same in you know no, very a couple much. of songs. That, but there's you know there's, there's you've got eleven songs and you've probably got four or five really different types of that kind of that kind of music yeah uh, no it's, then, it's, it's you know, an interesting you know. mix and uh, 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 you know the new single in a way is uh the uh the, we've seen we've seen it all as a slight you know it's a slightly different feel to some of the tracks i was listening to on chaos interrupted so i yeah, think yeah. i think it's you know you obviously you want to keep keep the the variety going and i think you're doing that yeah doing that well, mate. Um, yeah the kids we keep true to ourselves to that with our influences and stuff but obviously you know you got to, you know you, i wouldn't say modernize it but you got to you got to keep moving. You gotta, yeah, you got to keep moving. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah, that's it. And you know, I think with us, we we don't we don't like funnel it funnel it down a path. We kind of go right. We got a song, and then at the end of it, it might turn out to be totally the way that it first came out. Yeah. So we just let everyone. We you know, there's six of us in the band, and everyone. Someone might come up with an idea, and we go right. We try. It's not like you know, no, you got to do that. You got to do that. We literally do try different things. People, you know, people. It's a, it's an open, it's a, it's a freedom band that, you know, anyone could bring ideas to, to a certain song, and I think that's what's made it work. That's why a lot of songs do sound different. Or, you know, the next thing, the next single is totally different to. The previous one. Well, if you listen, if you listen, yeah, if you listen to the when you when you get to listen to the EP, it's, it's again, there's four, or five. I think it's five songs. It's, you know, five songs that don't don't really sound, you know. Yeah, you yeah. can't get mixed up with them, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, we've got a lot of freedom in the band, and I think that's it, kind of works for us, you know. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. It comes over. I mean, just to let listeners know, you can find maze on on spotify um the, the name of the album i found was chaos interrupted and we'll, we'll put links out for the new the new sounds as well we, oh, we've seen you. it all and, and, and the other stuff so i'll make no apologies listeners i will be boosting this this band as far as i can do um you know because i just really, very like, grateful. really like what you what you what you're doing there gary you know um what's your most memorable meal match mate what, 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 and also memorable match, and sometimes I wonder whether these two questions are one and the same. Really, memorable match and memorable moment. It can yeah, be the think, same, but it can be different. You know. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I, I could not really choose a memorable match. Um, right. Uh, one of them, one of them that sticks in my in my mind simply because, to me, as a top Millwall fan, game all my life, my family and Millwall fans. You had to be there, and that was Ferenc Farr's UEFA Cup. Yeah, yeah. I know and what you mean. Simply, yeah. because, simply because, it, I don't mean to sound, you know, like you know, pessimistic, but it, mm. we, we might not ever get there again. You know what I mean? Well, so, I never thought we'd see such a thing, Gary. I mean... Exactly. exactly. You know. Um, so, I mean, then again, it's going to match. I was trying to think, obviously, you know, West Ham 4-1. Yes. Um, <laughs> the mother's yeah, day magic, I mean, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah, the mother's. Um, but I had some really good. I had really good times. I, I remember one time I took two days off work because uh, I had so much time to me years ago, and I went down to Cheltenham on my, on my own, and right. we beat him one nil. Gary Alexander scored the last five minutes, and there's only like hundred of us there. It's then sometimes you, sometimes you remember them nights. You do. You know, and it's quite and hard to explain that to non-Millwall fans, isn't it? It's... Absolutely. There was. Uh, a uh, geezer in the pub, he won £300 on a fruit machine, and the same geezer on the way home won £1,400 on the bet. So, yeah, no, that is my, one of my memories from that night. Was it, I can't remember the, I don't know who this fellow was. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about when Kenny Jackett first took over, so, you know, yeah. 12, 13 years ago. And we, we, I think when he first took over, we were down the bottom of League One. We were yeah, yeah, we were struggling, weren't we? Yeah. Yeah, I, I say, it might be in Biachi, no, I think it might be Kenny Jackett. I don't know, sorry, it was Kenny Jackett. And, uh, you know, we scored a lot and Alexander scored the last five minutes or something. Some, you know, sometimes they're the ones that I was trying to, that, that came into my head today as well. You know, no, it's, a so you know yeah. it's a great point. It's a great point. You know, you talk to people who follow, I don't know, you know, the usuals, Arsenal's, Liverpool's and, and whoever you like. And they'll talk to you about European Cup matches and memorable goals scored on the big stage. But, 
just thought it's, it's an interesting point you've made about, about Cheltenham. I can, I can remember going to a midweek game up at Sheffield Wednesday and Maguire Gway equalising in the last minute, literally the last yeah. minute of added time. Yeah. And we got yeah. one all draw, Gary. And some, for some reason, that made like, it's, it, even now, it leaves it leaves yeah. a kind of an impact on you. It's amazing these as, these yeah. moments, what they can do to yeah, you. you know? uh, yeah, I mean, so when it came to the matches, I found that very odd. I mean, I, I live in Pench. So I'm, right. I'm surrounded by I'm surrounded by Palace, you know what I mean? So, you know, when we played, they, when, we, when we beat them 3-1, and it was the first time we played them for a long time, and it Claridge scored. And, Absolutely. You know, uh, you know so, because I live, you know, obviously living around, living around Penge, being surrounded by the Nigels, uh, that was such a, that was a, you know, I didn't let that down for like three days, you know what I mean? So, uh, you know what I mean? So there's so many, there, there is, you know, I mean, again, the Ferenc Fathers thing, that wasn't really the best match, but, I think that's one of the moments, obviously, because I went out, I got a ticket, and I was out there. And I oh, you went, went out for the Hungarian game, blimey! That, that's probably why. That's probably why it's one of my best. That's why I have to be up there, simply because, again, you had to go out. I managed to get a ticket, but you had to go out there, didn't you? And it was one of those. You know, oh, actually, I, I, I didn't have the dough. I was, I was, I was in a, in a bit of a situation at the time, so I, I couldn't make it out there. I watched it on the TV, but, um, yeah, but no, I, I think I missed out there badly. But I think looking back at it, you know. Uh, no, that's what I'm saying, and I mean, I remember. The day of the game, when everyone met in the square and everyone was drinking, there was there was me all fans coming up to me saying, "I know your dad." And there was me all mm. fans that never at that who this is 2004 who'd never been to the new den because they refused to go. So you talk about really old me all fans who yeah old out, school old school really yeah. old school. You know what I mean? So you know, I mean, playing that the old traffic game against Southern, you know, that's got to be one of the best games. You know, I, I really yeah. I really can't. Uh, uh, um, my, one of my first memories is. Uh, funny enough, we actually lost, but it was the, it was the day we the day we got promoted to the top division. I think we lost against Blackburn, didn't we? Four one. Four one. Yeah, um, we, got, we were we were yeah. promoted already, though, weren't we? At the yeah. Time. And the good thing was, if, yeah. if I remember rightly, didn't that by losing four one, didn't that stop Palace getting in the playoffs? Or something <laughs> it like pushed that? Palace or, out of the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you know what I mean. So that actually worked out quite well. <laughs> Yeah, these yeah. are the moments, mate. And they, these are the moments. It's 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 fascinating, I mean, you know. Um, it's, um, good choices. When it when it comes to moment, though, saying that, I think what I have to say one one of the moments it has to be Harris's goal against Watford on New Year's Day. Yeah, that was a big. Yeah, the, um, the, the, that was a four-one win, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you, you know, you actually saw grown man cry. I think when that goal went, you know what I mean. So, you know, it was uh, he got to come off the bench and. The, I think what makes it even special is that he picked the ball up near, near enough in his own half and he just kept on running and running. No, no, absolutely. I never really used the word once iconic, and that was an iconic moment yeah. as well. The, the famous photo where he's been lifted up by by the by the team and, and so yeah, on. And, and, yeah, I mean, I, I was there that day. We had about you know we had about four thousand in the day as well. So. Yeah, no, we, we took a lot there, didn't we? I've got a question for you, Gary. Um, mentioned live performance already. Had how do you how do you find it? I mean, obviously, lead single of the band, you're going to be you're, you're kind of like the front face there, really, aren't you? You're 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 the main man of the of the group in the yeah. sense that the the public will focus on you. Obviously, that's not to demean the the, the rest of the, the guitar band. Four, no, no, four, yeah, four yeah. guitarists I see on the on the band photo, which I approve of. Um, but yeah. I mean, live performance is a is a thing that you you've either got or you haven't. I mean, how do you how do you find it? Is it is it something you enjoy or is it um, I mean, obviously, you obviously love it because you know you want to do it otherwise. But I, I do get nervous. I've always, mm. you know, um, even now, you know, even, even now. I can imagine. I get, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was very. It's strange. I've gone from, you know, like I was very late to come on social media because I really hated seeing pictures of myself and videos of myself. Right. And then I've gone. I've gone from one extreme to the other, like you know, fifteen years later. So. <laughs> Uh, you know, you know, you're going to be like Ziggy Stardust soon, mate. You're going to be yeah. out of control. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's interesting. I, I often find it's, you know, I, I can't imagine them, them being nervous like that. I mean, I, I would be terrible. I, I get nervous even doing this tonight. We, we haven't met, we haven't spoken before. I've had a few messages on on uh, back and forth. But until you speak, until you actually get to talk to somebody, it's yeah, yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's a nervous thing. And to do that in front of a crowd of people, mate, it's that's not easy, yeah. is it? No, it's, it's it's we always have this thing of get the get the first song out of the way, and then yeah. you, you sort of, you sort of get into it a bit more. But um, funny enough, if you get if you get a really good, a really big crowd, like you know like you know, hoping mm. Angus sold out, I'll probably be yeah. I'll probably be less nervous there 
then if if then if you're playing in front of five people, sometimes it's it's weird how it's weird how that works as well. It's, uh, I think one one or two Millwall players must have got nervous playing in front of a few people at the then at times over their over their career. Who's your, who's your favourite current player, Gary? Who would you, who'd you like in the current squad? I've got to say Danny Mac, Danny McNamara. Danny Mac, one of our own. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I mean, do you know what I mean? It's not even the fact that he's one of our own. I just think, I mean, he had, a, you know, I think he had a bit of a shaky start of the season, but he, yeah, the last, yeah. the last, say, two months or whatever, you know, he's, he just, he, I don't know, I, I just think he looks brilliant. He's, he, he he's got pace. He's actually quite confident on the ball, yeah. Um, and he's actually he's not he's not afraid to get a foot in. No, he's you know, not. And, no, he's he's got that Millwall streak in him, isn't he? Yeah. Um, I said with Terry Herlock. I mean the same kind of thing. I mean skillful, but um, got the physicality, but he's also skillful. Yeah. I think I'd say the similar things about Danny Mac. To uh, be yeah. honest, yeah. You know that. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah. I mean, if you see, uh, if you, you know, people don't. Not on realise, but yeah, he's actually assisted in a couple of goals. You know what I mean? He gets, he gets yeah, no, he, he can gets get forward. Well, he can yeah. get down. He can get forward. So, I think the current yeah, the current player probably the I think he's probably my favourite. You know, while I sit in the West Low, he, he's right in front of us quite a lot, especially in the second if we're shooting down down the you know the couple the couple mm. end. So he's uh, we you know we we see him quite close up, and he's just he's just confident. Um, He's good on the ball. Yeah, he's... No, good choice. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, good good choice, mate. Um, I think a lot of people would say similar things. Now, next question is a difficult one for a peace-loving musician, man of the arts, um, you know, peace and love and all that. But who's... uh, And I always think the most hated opponent is a bit of a strong one. I've got to reword it. Who do you dislike or who's your your least favourite player? I like the same... Uh, I like to say it's a Millwall fan. I, I, everyone, but you know, you know um, <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know. I, I, it's, it's strange because obviously, like the West Ham thing, you, you sort of born, you're born and bred into it. But, yeah. but being brought up in Pinch, you know, again, I'm surrounded. I was surrounded. Me and Alice, me and my yeah. mates, yeah, me and my mates were like um, Penge, Beckenham, Sydenham, that sort of area. Yeah, and, yeah. And, like, yeah. and we're all Millwall mates, and there's, you know, there's about 25 percent of WhatsApp, but we've all known each other 20 or 20, 25 years. And I think I reckon over half of them would probably say they ate Palace more than more than anyone. Because uh, I think it does of, depend you know, who you brought up with in, in yeah. the most or where you live. Yeah, I didn't know. know. You know, I didn't growing up. I didn't know any West Ham fans. So you know, uh, we, we didn't play it for for you know from like nineteen ninety two or early nineties to no, we didn't no, like, no until until early two thousand. So you know, we played yeah um, a player, the most hated player. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't want to get political, but uh, I, I, that, <laughs> that James, that James McLean the other week when he uh, got the oh, idea, James he, McLean uh, always gets it, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Let's go with James McLean then. That's a good yeah. choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know, I know. I don't know if I should be saying that on a on a show, but you know, <laughs> that's all right. You say whatever you want on this show. I don't, I don't mind really. Uh, <laughs> that's that's fine. Fine by me, mate. No problem on on that front. Um, so our last, our last question um, is always a hard one, and I know that you spent a lot of time chewing at the end of your pencil to come yeah. up with your best ever Millwall eleven. So uh, let's let's get into your best Millwall eleven, Gary. Who, who would you choose, right. mate? So I've even written this down here. So I've got uh, goalkeeper. Goalkeeper. I've got Keller. Casey Keller. Casey Keller. Good choice. He was a yeah. strong goalkeeper, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I just yeah. I think he just got he was. He got better and better when he came over, and I think um, you know he could. I think you could just rest assured he, you felt comfortable with him in goal, didn't you? you know what I mean, he was a powerful big man in goal, and yeah. um, you know I, I think he, he's one of those bit like Tony Warner in a way, Gary. I think he dominates yeah. dominates your your area, and he's he's a personality, and yeah. you know takes no nonsense. I think that's a good choice, Casey Keller. One case to Stella in goal. Are you going to go across the back? <laughs> so right. My uh, back four. So I went for uh, Kenny Cunningham. As well Kenny Cunningham, good choice. Yeah. yeah, good choice. Quite a cultured uh, player. Yeah, yeah. Quite... I, I mean, good player. I think he's he was again like Danny. Like he was good on the ball. You know, yeah. I mean? he's uh, 
you know, uh, he, he, and he was quite tall as well, so he could win. You know, he could. He's quite yeah, he's an intelligent, here. intelligent defender, and um, yeah, you know, I think that Kelly Cullen for us was probably one of the first sort of attacking fullbacks where he could, he could actually get forward as well. Yeah, before that we had before then before then we had sort of the old fashioned um, yeah fullbacks no, like, no, like, like Ian Dawes, and I, I actually put Ian Dawes down first because I loved Ian Dawes, but I thought where Kelly Cullen could actually he, he he became a bit more you know like again like the modern fullback where he can actually go forward a bit. I think Kenny Cullen was. Like Good that. choice. It was a heartbreaking moment when we sold him. I think we sold him to Wimbledon because we were, yeah, we, were yeah. we were broke when we going into um, like financial meltdown at the time. So that yeah. was a, they they bought back three of our players, didn't they? Yeah, well, the there's so. a fire sale. Mm-hmm. It was all going cheap, wasn't it, at the time? But uh, yeah, good choice, Kenny Cunningham. Who else you got there? Again? So uh, the the, the centre back, uh, one of the centre backs, have gone to Nevercott. Good choice. Yeah, um, I think that that he. He was a, you know, we had a lot, you see, that was that that team that played Birmingham just should have gone up, and it was one of our best teams. But it was a, what people what people forget is it's a really young team, and I think Nevercott led by example. You know, I mean, some experience into the yeah. yeah. That midfield was so young. It so, was. Whole, yeah. So they all come from the youth, you know. Um, the other centre back I've gone for Jake Cooper, simply okay. because he's been here. I think he's, I think he's. I think if he's at the team now, you know you know when he's not, you know you notice it. Yeah. And I think again another one has now been there five or six years, which this day and age is good. You know, that's a long service now. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. No, know, he's and, been around, you know, around the club. He's yeah. Very much a Millwall player now as well, isn't he? Obviously, after yeah. so many years at the club, he become and part of it. For a centre back, you know how many goals has he got? You know he's got a few goals. He's attacking for it every time he goes over yeah. there. by the players that trying to rugby tackling Gary don't you you know I mean that's yeah. it goes unpunished but yeah they, he's known as a threat you know um, yeah so I've gone for a 4-4-2 so the other fullback okay. I've gone for Ben Thatcher he's a good choice I used to like yeah. Ben Thatcher <laughs> I mean he, again uh, uh, I suppose you know he, he didn't take he didn't take no prisoners but he was actually a very I mean there was rumours that Man United were watching at one point weren't there there was yeah. know, there was talk of Man United coming in for like three or four million pounds at the time and well, he was no, a good player. Good, yeah. Oh, yeah. he's a brilliant player. I actually thought that he could have done more. He's one of them players that, yeah. Let, I, I, he let it go, yeah. slip through his fingers slightly, didn't he? Yeah. Um, for many reasons, which we won't go into. But um, I think you're right. We've, we've, we've made a bit of a specialism at the den of, of players that are physically strong and get known for being that, but they can also play, which they don't get the credit for. I mean, yeah. we've spoken about um, Herlock already, but yeah, say exactly. Ben was in that category too, Gary. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's had a bit of pace, you know, for, for you know. He's a good player, good yeah. good defender. Yeah, yeah. Cunningham, Nevercott, Cooper and Thatcher, that's a decent back line. So, right uh, the midfield, I've gone yeah. for Jimmy Carter. Oh, right, OK, yeah. I yeah, that. I mean, I, I mean yeah. I, one thing I remember about Jimmy Carter is the roar every time he got the ball, the roar yeah. of the crowd. Uh, you know, again, I was only like eight or nine years old, you know, and that is one, my memory of him is the moment he got the ball and started running down the wing, it, you know, the, the noise of the crowd, it just... It, well, it's, you, know, that, you kind of... Something was going to happen, you know, yeah. when, when Jimmy got the ball, you lean forwards. It's one of those, you know, some players you just are excited to see what they're going to do. And he had yeah. that ability, didn't he, to, to produce, you know. Um, it was always an exciting moment when he was going down a wing at, at Cold Blow Lane. Great, great choice. Absolutely. Yeah, so I've gone for... Um, OK. In the middle, the two cylinder fielders, I've gone for Tim Cale. Kay was a good player. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's still like my generation. So, yeah. you know, I kind of watched him um, come yeah. up as a, when I mean, he first, all the way to when he went to Evan, you know what I mean? And, yeah. And what, what a good player he was. He's, he's a, he's, he could actually defend as well. He could actually get back. He was he was a box to box player. And he, he used to have that ability yeah. to hang in the air as well, like a basketball yeah. oh, player. I mean, he? the amount of energy he scored, you know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, when he went to Evan, he, Evan played him more as a striker sometimes. but yeah. With us, he was he was in the middle, and he could, and he was you know he could he could run from he, deep. I think yeah. the Australian national team played him as a striker on occasions, especially yeah, late in his career. But no, great great yeah. player, great choice. So that was in the middle. I've gone for Alex Ray. That's another great choice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I used to love Alex Ray. Another player that could change a game. Yeah, know? yeah, and uh, I mean I actually met Alex a few times when I was when I used to play football, and I used to go to the football coaching thing. Right. He was, uh, you could tell he was like, he was like I don't know, like the Paul Gascoigne in a pack, I think. He's, he's a bit of a joker. You know what I mean? He always, yeah, you could always like make him, he was always doing jokes and making people laugh. And, 
but he was a, he was such a good player. Oh, he was he was a, he was a game changer, Alex yeah, Ray. And I, I mean, think he, didn't for didn't for uh, what two years in a row he was I think he was our top goal scorer for midfield. You know what I mean? So he used to in the early nineties he was yeah absolute yeah. mainstay of the team. Um, again, another player that th- you think should have done better. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, like we just said with Thatcher, but yeah. Great choice. That's a great midfield. Tim Cahill, Jimmy Carter, Alex Ray. Who else you so got in midfield? Uh, Malcolm Allen. Oh, I like Malcolm Allen. Yeah. Great, great striker. Yeah. Another committed player as well, wasn't he? Yeah. He was, I mean, he, you know, there's the fact that at that time he went to Newcastle for like two million pounds, which then was a lot of money. It just goes to show yeah. how good player he was. You he know played I mean? for Norwich, I think, as well in his time. Yeah. Yeah. Welsh born, obviously. Yeah. He played for Norwich and. Uh, I, th- I used to love it. He was a great striker. And he was another committed. He was. I think we, you know, a lot of these players. I'm just looking at your your, your eight nine players so far. They're all committed yeah. players that, that were passionate about about being at Millwall. I think he was one. Absolutely. Of them. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the two strikers. Up front. To be fair, I've, I mean, as a kid, yeah, you know, he's my. He was. He was my hero. Was Teddy Sheridan. Teddy right. Sheridan. Um, yeah. I think I'm gonna. To be, to be fair, it was tough. It was either it was either him or Cascarino, because that was my first sort of part. Oh, when I was seven, eight years old, and I started going all the time then with my dad. Yeah. Obviously, Cascarino and Sheridan was the strike partnership. It's so, quite hard to get them out of your head, really, isn't it? So, yeah. Teddy and Cass, but yeah, Teddy was a great, great striker, and he showed his promise at Millwall. And obviously, was you know go on elsewhere to really to really hit the heights, but. I yeah. thought you could always tell he was an intelligent player, Gary. You know, he was, he was that, always. A... I mean, you bit yeah, you bit it now on the head, mate. But, you know, intelligent, and that's that's why I think I've nicked it for Cascarino because Cascarino was he was you know he was just a striker. Whereas Cas- yeah, he was a conventional centre forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sheridan could actually come deep and yeah, do, you know, pull wide. You know, yeah, yeah. Do, do the unusual. Teddy Sheridan was a great choice, mate. Are you going to go alongside him? Are you got up front it's, with him. It's got to be Neil Harris. It's got. It's, can't be anyone. The two, the two club yeah. record goal scorers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So. Um, no, that's a good I mean, choice. Yeah, it, it was. Totally, I had, I actually had a squad of about twenty-five, mate. Uh, it was so hard today, you know, because once I've done this eleven, I've then had people like Mark Kennedy, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or Jason Van Blurk and, and you know, and I think, or even like, you know. Tony Witter, Steve, Steve, Steve I mean, Morrison. To be honest, I Steve mean, Morrison, you know, you, yeah. you got. I think it's one of the hard things. In some ways, I think when we do these interviews, I always find it's a similar thing with people. Is it's actually quite one of the hardest questions because you have to eliminate yeah. so many, so many great choices. You've got to put to one side and go. Yeah, there's there's island guilty. discs, you know. Yeah, yeah. that is true. Yeah, I even felt guilty that I didn't put Brian Hall in goal because Brian yeah. was my first, first goal I remember. And uh, I mean, I, I don't know if you ever remember the. I don't know why I remember this, but it was Barnsley in the Simo Cup when he saved all three penalties. You know what I, I mean? Think, I remember. Now you say that, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. No, I, I think you're right. Um, it was a great goalkeeper. It was it's more yeah. the most smaller stature than say Casey Keller, wasn't he? I think yeah, that was yeah. the, that was the thing yeah. with him. Not so much now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Not so much these days. It's it's run through that team again. This is this is Gary's um, all-time Bill eleven. I think it's a great choice. Is here, mate. Um, Casey Keller and goal backline. Kelly Cunningham, Stuart Nevercott, Jake Cooper and Ben Thatcher uh, across the middle. Jimmy Carter, Tim Cahill, Alex Ray and Malcolm Allen. Up front, Teddy Sheringham and Neil Harris. That's got goals, and it's got yeah. it's got physicality. It's got goals right down the middle of it. There, go. I, I love that. I love that eleven. I think the only thing I've missed out is you know I've missed out that kind of middle hard man like Terry. Lock, but I think as a all round footballer, I, I, again, it's, it's strange. It's strange that he's my all time favourite player, but I didn't put him in my eleven. But you know, I think I think I think for Millwall Hardman, I mean Alex Ray was no slouch, was he? Cahill could hold his own. Yeah, yeah. And Ben I mean, Thatcher's you, out like, there just in case I need a backup, you know. Of course, Ben yeah, I mean Ben Thatcher was not scared to get into a tackle. No, he was <laughs> And I wouldn't have wanted to get a right hander off of Casey Kennedy particularly so I think you've got a fair amount of it in that scene. I mean that's exactly. a great choice, mate. Um, that's fantastic. Um so next gig is the seventeenth. That's a sold out gig, Gary yeah. at Hope and Anchor, that's, and then that's the yeah. Sorry, the next gig is Worthing this Saturday. Worthing, um, sorry. Yeah, it's, it's called okay. the, the venue's called the Factory. Then we're at the Cambridge Junction next Friday night. Okay. And then then it's the yeah then the Open Anchor on the seventeenth. Yeah, as you say, sold out. Which 
I can't, I can't stop saying them two words so that because we've never, you know, it just goes to show how far we've come in the last year. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, it's, it's justifiable. The, the sound is strong, in my opinion. Um, I can I can believe you're going to get sold out of these kind of shows because once people get to hear the sound, I think you know it deserves it deserves a follow. Um, if you're in the Worthing or the Cambridge area, check check out Maze. Um, I think they're well worth well worth a listen. Have a listen on Spotify. New EP is coming out, which is called Letters from London. That's on the 17th. You'll get that on Spotify as well. Um, Gary, I've really enjoyed the conversation, mate. You're a listed lion and a rock star. That's not bad, is it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's been, uh, brilliant. I've never been called a rock star either. So <laughs> <laughs> well, generally, you know, when people give their occupation, I don't know, it's like printer or taxi or something. You know, but this is a rock star. I've always wanted that on this show. I've really enjoyed the conversation, Gary. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. No, been, absolutely. Do you know what? I, I don't get to talk about the old days of me as well. So that, that's, it's been fantastic. Um, Brilliant. Keep in touch, mate. And um, Yeah, we'll definitely, certainly, definitely. Certainly give it all, the, all the, uh, the, the support we can on social media. And I hope this, this show helps as well on that front. We're going to play the show out with the new single by Maze. We've seen it all. I uh, hope you enjoyed it and check them out. Um, until the next edition of Akdung Mill, thank you for listening. Thank you to Gary Days for coming on the show. And until the next edition, Lariva Dershi Millwall. Bye for now. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.